Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, sports fans. Thank you for tapping into some Untapped Keg Sports. I am RJ Zimmerman here with my good friend, Monte Ball. Doing all right there, big guy? I'm good, man. Just getting my getting that helmet together. How you doing, man? Uh, you know, I've had better weeks, but it's not here nor there. So, uh, Bucks, you know, let's get right into it. Boy, did they, uh, their bed was uh, stinky after the game the other night. Yeah, down 17 points and end up, up, 17 end up giving points. the game or yeah, excuse me, up 17 points and end up giving the game away. Uh, the good old one pass shoot behind the arc or honestly no offense whatsoever and then turn the ball over. Um, really you most definitely hero ball? Yeah, that is, the, that is the saying, yep. That's funny, someone said that today too. And I, I, and I was like, wait, what is that? And they explained it to me. Uh, never, yeah. That, that is the same that everyone says, but that's what happened. I think it's it's a little sad. Bucks deserve to lose that game, though, most definitely. Um, sad of the outcome of it, but I don't feel bad for them for losing because you give up a 17-point lead like that. Uh, and, and, and then watching Giannis play really frantic, for some reason that bothers me. For some reason that makes me feel uncomfortable. When he starts to play extremely frantic, yeah, he just catches it, catches it on the arc and, or behind the arc, and just looks around and just backs up and then just drives. It's like, dude, you can't, <laughs> you give it away every single time. That's why you give up these charge calls, offensive fouls, and so, I mean, who knows? KD though, KD played lights out. KD played like KD, and that's hard to stop. That's where that's Giannis. You know, Giannis didn't grow up playing basketball. Uh, that's something he picked up a little bit later, and he won the genetic lottery. Um, mm. Don't get me wrong. He's worked his butt off to get where he is, but that's where, you know, a veteran like KD or LeBron or somebody who played from a very young age and learned, you get the ball, you settle it down, you settle everybody <laughs> down, right? You sit there, okay, yeah. and you start You start the offense. You start the offense. You, you keep it going. You know, and then uh, that's that's what they need. That's what that's what they right. need on you know an offensive leader. It's not going to be the coach. I after last year going into the bubble, being the best team in the league, the best team defensively in NBA history, and it wasn't that close. And to lose right away in the playoffs like that, a lot of people are calling for you know Budenholzer's job. They. They wanted him fired, and I was like, "Hold on, hold on," because what he did with the Jason Kidd team, yeah, you know, he really turned them into a really solid offense and a really good defense. Like he got them to play team ball. I feel like he helped take Giannis to another level, and it's like you know, give him one more year. But every year we get to the playoffs, and it's the same thing. It's the same reason they lose. And you know, uh, I was listening to some Wildey and Tausch uh, yesterday. And Tausch said, you know, he really wants a Bucks title because he's sick of hearing Wisconsin fans moan about <laughs> always the bridesmaids and never the bride. But we're moaning because 
what fan doesn't want to win? What player doesn't want to win? Like that's the exactly. that's that's the exactly. silliest, silliest thing I've ever heard. I'm sick of saying it. I'm sick of being a fan and expecting the worst. I'm sick of it. Well, it's it's and I, we talked about this a lot, and even going to to Badger sports, just very content with Badger football, even very content with second place. Yeah, very content with fighting. Now we're we're fighting for second place now. Um, which is a very odd feeling, something that I'm not familiar with. Um, and, and yeah, that's what's got the sports. You, you get excited, you get let down. You hear some good news, start to get excited early on, you well, get let down. <laughs> what it actually is, you know, you temper yourself. You're like, I'm not going to get excited this time. I'm not. You know what? <laughs> it's got to be playoffs. I got to see it before I get excited. Well, then and then you, you just excited. can't help yourself. And you get excited. And, and then, then something happens, down. and you're like, you know what? This team's different. This team's different. You, this is the one. This is going to be the, the news. one. You get excited. Like, and then you the year down. the Brewers <laughs> lost in the NLCS, that is the Brewers' best chance to get to the World Series, and they choked it. Um, they choked it away in three games. They had it. There was only one game that they really deserved to lose. They should have won the other, you know, the three that they lost. Right. And – it was because they were playing baseball equivalent of hero ball. They were swinging for them fences. They were, I'm a home runner bust. And that team was different. That team, the way that the bullpen was, the way that the, the starting arms really came to in the playoffs because that's what they were missing were these starters that could go deep. And all of a sudden, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, they just turned it on. It was like that was when Woodruff went toe-to-toe with Clayton Kershaw and won and came on and was dominant. And you you have the same thing with the Bucks last year where you hire Booty. He he looks like a really good coach. Regular season, you're a really, really good team. You go in the playoffs and you dominate a really, really good Boston Celtics team. I mean, just dominate. Who's supposed you know, supposed to be one of the favorites. You get to the Raptors. And you just crush them in the first two games. Just crush them. And then next thing you know, uh, you know, the Raptors adjust and the Bucks just played hero ball. They ISOed. They did nothing. You know, they give the ball to Giannis and let him drive. And it's Giannis just got all the no, time. It's the same thing. Giannis is a really good player. Again, I mean, and, and – what he is doing and has been doing on the court is something that I can never ever even dream of doing. But, but when I stand back and watch Giannis, it's very easy. And uh, let me not say easy, but it doesn't seem that difficult to game plan against him. It really doesn't. Uh, yeah, I agree with because, that. Yeah. It's not that challenging to game plan against him because all you have to do is get him rattled. And then just set up to get the charges. That's it. He's he's, he's still an <laughs> immature player, and that's what I meant yeah. when you said, um, you know, he he gets a little frantic, and that gets you a little bit uh, feeling he a certain way. Gets you anxious. Um, and I said, you know, the veteran player gets it and calms down. That's part of uh, being an immature player. Is right. you know that's why they need Drew Holiday to uh, you know. That's why play it's a little attribute. bit more consistent. Um, that's yeah. why you need Chris Middleton to have that 
aggressive instinct. Like I'm going to take this ball and I'm going to score because that you don't, you don't pay Chris Middleton to play defense. You pay him to score. Right. Like Giannis, you pay to be a superstar and that's what he's been. But when it comes to closing, he just hasn't quite figured that out yet. Right. Yeah. And that, again, it's his composure. And that is something that you gain with experience, with maturity. Um, and also that's why it's, it's, it's one of those attributes when you, when you, going like different sport but it's very very uh very prevalent in baseball games to show you check their composure how well do you play you know under extreme stress um or under extreme pressure um when 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 it's you know full count uh bases loaded and you're pitching the ball you know how how is this pitcher's composure now in basketball yeah you see that with Giannis when it's coming down to the wire when he's on, he's on. God dang it! You know what? When he's off, he's on. You know but when he's off. You know what Giannis <laughs> is, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, even though it's going to come off that way. Yeah, he's got the, that James Harden in him, where when it comes to crunch time, he gets a little bit inside himself, and that causes him to make some mistakes, and then he it just compounds on and on and on. He's got that Packers defense syndrome. Where you give up that one chunk yardage play, and everybody's like, "Here we go again," and everybody feels Giannis, it from the stadium to Aaron Rodgers feels it, and it just everything compounds. Everything compounds. He Giannis is, as we all know, MVP, whichever year it was last last year, the year before, whatever He's it was, back to back MVPs for for a reason. But my goodness, man, he he needs to work on. He needs to start. He needs to add more to the arsenal, man. With the, with his handles. He needs to do something. He's got, as they say, he's got just no bag at all when he dribbles in the paint or gets to the paint with his dribbling, which is why people just stand right up and get a charge. But again, not here to not bashing Giannis. Giannis no, can't no. do all. Um, but like you, you said, your game. big players make big plays and big moments. They do. They do. And, and he dropped a crucial pass. That would have either I cannot remember exactly would have either tied up the game for them or put them within one, and it was a Middleton made an amazing move, got by the defender, dumped it perfectly to uh, Giannis. Giannis had bricks for hands at, at that moment in the game and dropped it, and they never seemed to recover since then. Then KD went down, I think maybe that sequence or the next, it hit a crucial three to beat the shot clock, and that was the dagger. That was the dagger. But again, that's KD. That's Durant. You really can't game plan against Durant. No, that's the guy with the bag. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. know, that's what Harden has been missing in the playoffs because if you remember, James Harden is also an MVP player. When it yeah. comes playoff time, dude disappears. The first round, that's he might play crazy. excellent. No come second that's round, so he's mediocre. Come that championship series, he's nowhere to be found. And then if you look yeah. back when – the Thunder, if people remember this, the Oklahoma City Thunder had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook, man, was on fire, too. I and James Harden. And all three Westbrook of them. Was... Yeah. That's Westbrook. Man. Some of the most electrifying. West, Westbrook and uh, <laughs> both Westbrook and Harden disappeared in the finals, but Harden especially. I think yeah. I don't think Harden averaged you know, seven points in those, in that finals. Jeez. Jeez. I want to know, 
is was that the same year that or that might have been before because I think Westbrook might have been there by himself or when Westbrook then started to average he was averaging triple doubles like that was after nothing. uh <laughs> that was after KD left yeah, so Harden so. left first they traded Harden and then KD left and then Harden or Westbrook started uh, averaging triple doubles like it was nothing like it was nothing I think he holds the record actually it's which, uh I mean he you know he was very good but um, yeah, he definitely. Right. He needed to defer to Durant a little bit more, especially down to, down the stretch. Durant knew yep. it, and uh, that's kind of why that following all happened. But checking the score right now, you guys are up seventy eight to sixty seven. Is it the fourth quarter yet? Mm, I don't care. End of the third. Yeah, the third. And till till we're till we're in the final final few minutes, I'm yeah. like, ah, right, whatever. But but you're gonna watch how they. This is it. This is it. If the Nets get them, this is it. They better do. And again, I'm, I'm I I grew up in Missouri, don't so I don't I don't have a professional basketball right. team. So I I became a Bucks you're, fan just because you're adopted into the Bucks family. I am, and it Indeed might sound like we're negative, but to be fair, no, 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 you need to you need to get to the finals. You need to. If we're they, at that point. If they sneak out this game, which they should, with the win, that being the Bucks, obviously. They tie this bad boy up 3-3, then have to go play back in Brooklyn. If they beat the Nets game seven in Brooklyn, I'm putting my money on the Bucks. I'm putting my money on the Bucks all the way. Putting my money on the Bucks. You go you go and beat the Nets in Brooklyn on game seven. I can't see that team getting stopped. I can't. I can't. I hope Can't they have an assistant coach that course, can tell but... Budenholzer what to do because Budenholzer is not going to be able to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, it's again, it's you can nip. Like I said, I saw people obviously getting upset at the coaching and all that stuff, well, but it's okay. Here's the deal: it's, you, you can only do at the end of the day. You you, you got to talk about free throws, which yes. that's not his fault. Okay, you got to talk about turnovers. That's not his okay. fault. You got to talk about like those are he, his. He's got to he's got to calm his team down, right? He's got to draw a play up. You have a severely hobbled James Harden. How many times right. offensively did you attack him? Especially, especially during that comeback. How many times did you go at Harden? Exactly. Did you do his hamstring? I know he got shot up with some turtle for sure. So yeah, you go right at him. But again, at some point, the Bucks. Like you said, need to bring the ball up the court and be like, okay, let's let's dive into our bag of plays. Let's just get a designed play. Let's get it easy. Even if you don't make here. it, but even you if you don't make it, you get an open look. All of a sudden, you're, you're like, okay, okay, we we got this, we got this. We'll, yeah, you know, right. That's the part. Yeah, that's the part where I get a little. My sinuses, man, way off. Yeah, so yeah. My, my allergies have been really bad too. My allergies have been real bad. At golf course today, so those tuning in, sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little tired this evening because when my allergies get really crazy, it attacks my asthma, and uh, it inflames my lungs even more. So I get a little more fatigued, just less oxygen, of course. Um, but I was on the golf course 18 holes today, and that pollen was a flying. I mean, you can hear it in my voice, but. Again, just wanted to throw that out there. Back to the Bucks. Eighty-two to sixty-seven right now. 
start of the fourth. I see them holding on to this lead. Maybe that's what the, that's what you would have said the other night, though, too. <laughs> that is exactly true. That is very true. Very true, actually. Um, but the Nets are probably going to get to that point of being content with going to game seven back home. Steven when says your takes on movies are tired. <laughs> My takes on movies. Cruella is a really good movie, by the way. Really good we're, movie. We're, we're not, getting right into it, aren't we? I'm not saying great. I'm not saying it, but it's a really good movie. She should win an award for it. The writing, it's 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 a really good movie. They did um, a good job. For 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 a Corella Deville movie. You know what I mean? You go in thinking one thing, you walk out like, okay, wow. That was actually wow, pretty good. She really deserved <laughs> to skin those dogs, you know? Like she should. I get it. It's pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, you know the information you shared with me before about it too is incorrect okay all right so that was, that was fake what i saw um going back to the nba have you seen any, so that obviously the nets are like epically injured right now with Kyrie and well, speaking uh, Harden. Of injuries, the yes that's what i wanted to talk about <laughs> the entire playoffs have been who is healthy like the bucks are healthy and they still can't win this series <laughs> But uh, uh, you know, Chris. Well, Chris Paul. That's that's a completely different thing. But uh, uh, Kawhi, they think is an ACL. Mm. Um, darn it, mm. uh, Embiid. I think Embiid is a knee. It's a knee or shoulder. And then yes, you have. List, but I know I've it's a, it's a lot it. of players that are. LeBron was tweeting about it and saying they had something to do with the pandemic practices. Maybe their OTAs, their organized team activities being limited or what have you, or or or, or well, no, no, because they finished in the bubble last year, mm-hmm. and so then what would be the issue, actually? They finished in the bubble. The bubble finished in what September, and they started to yeah. league up on time in November. Yep. There was a no yep. off season. That's, that's what, what it is. that's what LeBron said. That's what it he's is. right. He he is right. Yes, there's well, you need a lot of merit to that. <laughs> yeah, you need to rest your body. Yeah. I mean, pure, th- dude, that's crazy. Especially for how many games they play, it would be different if they played forty-five games, forty games. All right, but no, the their eighty-two or eighty-eight games, eighty-five, I think, eighty-five game season. You need um, you need a break. Whatever it is, I can't remember exactly. I think it's, it's in the 80s. I think it's sixty-two. Regular season games? Yeah. They're in their 80s, dude. 62? You might, you might be right. I'm looking it up right now. Um, So you have... um, Let's see here. 72. 72. Middle, I should have known that. In the middle. I should have known that. 72 games? You can't... <laughs> it's a two-month break. Eight yeah. weeks. What I mean, and then what are you doing? I mean, you don't you don't have time to rest and come back. Like eight weeks? Yeah, that's what oh. I'm saying. Like, what are you doing? You're still working out. You never have, you know, recovery. Like that just didn't happen. So you had LeBron hurt, you had Anthony Davis go out. Granted, they just didn't play well, but at the same time, everybody is injured, it seems like. And it's it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. 
Uh, that's that's man. See, these leagues start doing that stuff, man, and you really you really start. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look at all because you, do you really care about the players or you care more about the money? And that's that's the thing is they could have delayed the start of the season, <laughs> and it would have hurt be nothing. fine. Yeah, yeah, that would have hurt nothing. Like, all right, we're gonna stretch it for another eight weeks. Give you guys, you know, a four month break. <laughs> I mean, even another month, you know, another four weeks. That's you have a full month in there of rest and recuperation time instead of, you know, you have your your come down, then you got your ramp up right away. Like you have no relaxation time. I don't know. I mean, that that's where that's where. I mean, we're talking about this, and I'm saying, you know, it's not okay. And then it's like, but the Bucks are healthy, a hundred percent healthy. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, are they though? I mean, no one's really hundred percent healthy. And you're I'm struggling sure like this, like. That's where I'm like, oh, why did I get my hopes up? Why did I get my hopes up? They're not struggling right now. I mean, they well, sure you're, getting your hope, you're getting your hopes up is, you know, I mean, how many times are you going to keep touching the stove? As so many times as I have to to get hold up that trophy, bro. As many times as I have to to hold that trophy. Because they're only down by 10 right now with nine and a half minutes to go. Ten points to Kevin Durant is is, <laughs> but again, that's I still three think the trips Bucks down the floor for KD. KD, that's that's nothing. One of the greatest scores in NBA history. Well, let's see. We'll see. see if we'll see if they learned anything from last week. So that's what's exciting is this game's going on right now, like that game the other night, um, a, a week ago. When yeah. I was like, I don't feel bad for them losing or how they took it. Like, they lost. They need to start winning. And then they ended up winning that night. It was close. But they won. Right. Yeah. The thing that the Bucks need to do is, with this lead, of course, be aggressive in the paint, obviously. Be um, aggressive. Be, but be aggressive. I'm a possession, too. Time of possession. Have very controlled shots. Eat up that shot clock is is controlled as possible you know don't get to two seconds one second in the mm-hmm. shot clock i agree with that slow it down get a controlled shot maybe get in the paint get an and one or get to the free throw line i mean you really don't want to get to the free throw line obviously stops the clock but hey give them fouls <laughs> i uh i do i like the you know that you said don't get to the end of the shot clock so you're not forcing up bad shots because you know first force- good look that you have you take Right. You don't just pass up a good look just to run that clock no. because no. you still have to score. So, yeah, it, you know, if you get Brooke Lopez at a three-pointer and he's got an open shot, he needs to take it. He can't just pass Absolutely. it because his name is Brooke Lopez and not Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> like, you know, that's something that they struggled with la- last year. It was last year. They had a lead, and they'd pass up wide open shots, get the clock down to, you know, what two or one and they'd force up a terrible three there would be an air ball or a brick and it's like true but this is the look, this is the good old no. this is the good old but if they make but if they take the shot and miss it then the fans are mad calling no. hero if you have an if you have an open then shot you, a wide open shot nobody's going to have if you have a fence to that you don't know what you're talking about 77 to 82 right now 
Yeah, they, but, learned, they learned nothing from the game the other night. <laughs> it, it just happened so quick. But, uh, it, yeah, it's it's that's where the coaching comes into play. That is where the coaching comes into play, where it's, okay, yeah, if it is one pass and you're wide open, take the shot. But if it is one pass and it's contested, don't take the shot. Obviously, swing the ball around, get it in the paint, do what you got to do to get the best possible uncontested shot. That's that is where coaching comes into play. Hence, why they have those whiteboards over there. Draw something up. Draw you something know, up. The, and the <laughs> big thing is, they need like an Eric Spolstra. They need like a Phil Jackson. They need a mind. Like they need a guru. They need somebody who can draw this up that works. Um, Who's has this head coach? What's his head coach? Uh, what did he do before this? Was he only, was he a head coach on another team? Yeah, he was a head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. What about before that? Assistant coach. Where at? I don't know. So has he ever been in a situation? Has he ever been in situations like this? Is is, is the question? Because uh, if he doesn't have any, if he doesn't have any experience in this, then I mean it's a learning curve for him. Is 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 my point? But this is this is the third year you're in this situation. You you, <laughs> you should have learned after the first. <laughs> last year, this is exactly how they lost last year. This is exactly this is why you traded for Drew Holiday. This is why the Bogdan Bagdanovich trade really irritates me because Bagdanovich is going off in the playoffs and he's a crucial, crucial player for Utah, and he's supposed to be a buck. But the league stole that trade. And that's that, you know. The Bucks would be a much different team, but Bagdanovich is the type of player that they need. They'd have four, like four scores that you yeah. really, really, really can depend on. True. True. But again, I it's but still, it's for me, it's still hard for me to ignore missed free throws. You were free for a reason is in the word. Free throws, turnovers. I mean, those are the two right there. Anybody who's ever played basketball before in any sort of organized basketball know that he was head coach. It, uh, not sometimes. It usually always comes down to free throws and turnovers. So That's he has been in this situation before a lot. Has he? Okay. Has he? Not as a head coach, but as a coach. So he was spent five years with the Atlanta Hawks when the Atlanta Hawks were middling, and then 17 years with the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, geez. With like one of the goats. <laughs> oh, geez. You know, you know who the Bucks need to hire, and I'm not just saying this because uh, of how it would look or anything. I'm saying this because I'm serious. Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. Yeah, the assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs, because she has studied that the game. She can draw plays up. Like won't happen. Won't happen. That woman can coach. Yep. You yep. bring her in, and she's going to school Giannis, and then everybody's going to respect her. Yeah, probably. It probably would happen, but it's not going to happen. That's the type of coach that Bucks need. They need a great right. Popovich, and that's what she is. Like, they need the next Eric Spolstra. They need the Wisconsin, next. Wisconsin is going to be the last state on the planet to hire a head coach as a woman. Did you know that Ray Rose yeah. was the Packers head coach? I don't know who that is. 
He was the coach for the Eagles for a long time in the 90s, and then he got fired. He's black head coach. Yeah, but is he a woman? No, but I'm just saying he's a black head coach. So it's possible. Oh, but did you hear? Oh, but did you hear what I said though? Yeah, no, <laughs> as a woman. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, as a, I'm just throwing it out there I'm, as I'm something that you would think wouldn't happen. True. True, but I, I don't see I don't see any team here. Ooh, doing that, cracking through that. Unfortunate I think, barrier. I think that they, they will. I think she will. She will because she's special. She's a special talent. Wisconsin. Everything that you see. Well, maybe not. Wisconsin. Maybe not Wisconsin, but right. You know. you're, you're straying away from what I'm saying. I said it in Wisconsin. Okay. Not they need a Steve happen. Kerr. They need the next. No, they really do need the next Eric Spolstra. Is what they need. I again, it's it's so for me watching basketball. It's it's hard to. Coaching is obviously important in, in the situations that we just mentioned. I think that's really when the coaches, you know, the camera and the lights and it all comes down. Not all comes down, but that's when the coaches need to step up, time out, gain the composure back for the players, call up some plays, slow the ball down, get your time of possession increased, et cetera. But still, to bring us back to the free throws and turnovers, that kills a lot. It that does. Kills that lot. kills a lot of momentum. You you are absolutely correct. You are absolutely a correct. Lot. But again, there's still at that moment that the coach can still try. Let's say. Something. Let's say that he got control of the team, calms yeah. them down. You're calm when you're at the free throw line. All of a sudden. Right. Yep. Yeah. I. I it's all I, related I agree. here. It's all related. It is. It is because I if me. Someone who doesn't watch a ton of basketball, I'm able to see when Frank, when when Giannis is not playing like Giannis, when Giannis right. is playing out, Giannis is not playing like the dominant guy that we know, the dominant player we know. He's playing like a rookie that was thrown into a big game who hasn't had a lot of experience. That is if, if I'm capable of seeing that, then yeah, he head coach was definitely should have noticed that. And like, hold on a second. Time out. Saying, time out. <laughs> are you saying he's playing like Trayvon Jackson did in the national championship game and Bo Jackson Bo uh uh Bo Ryan left him in to lose the game for the Badgers against Duke? I'm relating <laughs> I'm relaying it all back here. Because Bronson Koenig stays in that game, the Badgers win the national title. I'm calling it right now. But Bo Ryan has something against freshman players that he would not leave him in. <sighs> no, I'm not still hanging on that, Mons. Okay? I'm not. Yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds like it. I I'm, mean, I have moved on. I mean, like you said, we can go back to 2010 Badgers versus TCU in the Rose Bowl. That, that was a good call, though. That was a that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about before that. We shouldn't have been in that situation. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. Should have kept running the ball. Should have kept giving the ball to John Clay. You should have kept giving kept the, kept the ball keep... to Monte Ball. Both of us were doing pretty well. John was balling out too. John was balling out that game. He, he was. was. And I don't understand why it doesn't. It's it's not rocket science. <laughs> but. I still think that that two-point conversion play was a good play Ooh. call. I stand Ooh, by you that. You guys just went up 91 to 77. We need to stop saying you guys, though. 
When you say the Bucks. <laughs> if it's the Brewers, yeah. you could say you guys, but or the Packers. But the Bucks, I don't own like that because uh, you want to know the truth. Wait, what's the difference between the Brewers, Packers, and the Bucks? The reason is like I don't know the NBA like I know MLB and NFL. So gotcha. that's why like I I'm still I'm a Bucks fan. Don't get me wrong, uh, and I, I know I basketball. Like, I know fundamentals, like, right? Um, but when it comes to the NBA, I didn't think that Jason Kidd was a bad coach. Like I thought the same things that you thought. Uh, like at the end of the games, they had poor fundamentals. Uh, you know, they missed a lot of free throws, a lot of turnovers. I thought it was a lot of the players just not playing well. And then when Budenholzer got in there, I was I'm like, also be conditioning. Oh, wow, that is – Jason Kidd was a big problem because all of a sudden they right. had sets at the end of games. Like there was not as much turnovers. They were finishing games, making free throws. Like could be that was a coaching. huge deal. Um, so now you can kind of see – and, you know, that there's a picture of at the end of the last game of Budenholzer just kind of like freaking out like, what do I do? Like he's, yeah. he's just he's not he's not ready for the moment he's not there. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Just thought about that too. Is that could be that that could be on the coach as well too when it comes to the players getting late in the game they start doing turnovers, missed free throws and stuff. Conditioning. How are you conditioning them in practice? Yep. How are your practices structured? Are you some of the best coaches that I know that I've played for would purposely make us tired? Well, that's what my coach, my running backs coach did in, in college, the 2011 season, 2012. Purposely run us into the ground at the beginning of practice during our individual drills so that we then are forced to practice the entire rest of the practice tired. Which obviously makes us perform at extreme levels because you're not as tired in games. You're just not. You know, you got a play clock and obviously you got four downs and then you're just chilling on the sideline if it's a punt or if you score quickly. And so that, that is on the coaching as well too. If you're, if it's that evident that your players are for 90% of the game, they're playing lights out, but then the last 10%, last 10% of the game, or even let's just say obviously a hundred, excuse me, quarter by quarter. So 75% of the game, they're balling out last quarter. They're not fourth quarter. They're not. How are you practicing your players? What is the structure of your practices? What are you doing? Are we are we doing some new modern practices where it's you barely practice and you just walk through stuff and you know you just put a lot of trust in your players or you act like you've never been there before or excuse me you act like it's a new team that I got to build this team up from the bottom up and I'm going to run you guys to the ground and we're going to do X Y and Z as if we have never done anything ever before meaning like if we've never haven't won you ever before. seen Coach Carter I mean come on yeah. That's actually what I was getting to where it's like you just got to start back from the basics, period, every single year. doesn't matter what you did the year before. Start back from the basics. So that's really got me thinking, actually. That really has me, that really has got me thinking now. So you talked about your running backs, Coach. How are they practicing? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Badgers real quick. Have you seen the running backs coach for the Badgers, like all his tweets oh, yeah. and what he's been saying? Oh, yeah. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Good old, what do you think? Old Gary Brown. I mean, he's excited. I like the excitement. I do like the excitement. Like, dude is uh, in it. Like, this is recruiting in the new day, what he's doing. About Straight time. up. Oh, wait. Funny how we can finally do that. You know, I don't want to even get into that, but. 
letting people be vocal, letting people be themselves because we don't have to act a certain way um, anymore now that there's been some changes that's happened. But Dude's got anyways. me excited. Every time I see it, I'm like, this guy wants to coach UW running backs. Like, it's he is big, excited. That's And then not to toot my own horn, but that's a, that's, that's a very deep tradition at UW, the running back position. And it has been gone for a while. I mean, you know, obviously Taylor, you know, not counting Jonathan Taylor because, let's be honest, who was behind Jonathan Taylor? It was gone for one year, but when it's gone for one year, yeah. it feels like a big deal. So, but again, so but there was even, a, there was a year gap between Taylor too because Corey Clement was very yeah. very underwhelming, and then you had right. Taylor, and then last mm-hmm. year, yeah, it was a COVID year, but but still, you're not seeing any glimmer or flicker of stardom back there. Yeah, and that's alarming. But it's not all on the running back. Maybe the O line needs it's a learning curve. For sure, uh, the, the O line had some issues last year. Yeah, but it's it's hopefully that gets changed around. So yeah, I do like Gary Brown. I like his excitement. I would rather be that way than the other way around. Um, always look at it from that standpoint. I just really hope. Again, I'm very vocal now about the Badgers and everything. I'm sick and tired of second place. I'm sick and tired of how we haven't won a Big Ten championship since 2012 or 2011. We won't even count 2012 because we have an asterisk by it. 2011. That's frustrating. That's a long time, man. That's a long time. That's you 10 know, years. That's 2011, a you're saying, is 10 years ago? We are old, man. We are That's old. a decade. Yeah. That's a decade, a decade ago. <laughs> we haven't won in a decade, RJ. Oh, I know. We talked about it a lot last year. Um, it was like, fresh. It was a frustrating year. It's got to be a big year this year. I mean, you were like, you got national on, title man. hype. You got national title hype. You do. Did you hear that? They're trying to expand the playoffs. Actually, you see that, yeah. and that actually causes some problems for Notre Dame. Notre Dame's gonna have to make a decision if that does happen. Good. They're gonna have to join a conference. Make them do something. I'm, I'm happy about They're that overhyped. too. They're overhyped. They're overhyped. Every time they play a good team, they get whooped. I don't understand the hype either. You know why there's hype there? Because Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana was 40 years ago almost. <laughs> but they're so overhyped. And actually, when I read that news, I was actually happy. I was like, okay, good. Make them do something. Make them go get their freaking aces whooped like Mizzou has been ever since they joined the SEC. <laughs> So I didn't know Mizzou still had a team. I, I thought they're disbanded, relegated. Barely, they barely had one before they even joined the SEC. When they're in the Big Twelve, they they yeah, Mizzou's not. I don't even know what Mizzou's good at. Showing up, they had a couple. They had a couple years they were good at basketball, but here at Wisconsin, we're 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 used to getting at least making it to the Sweet Sixteen. Better, but anyways. Notre Dame's going to have to make a decision. Playoffs is going to be exciting if they do expand it, which I think they should because I'm sick and tired of seeing the same teams, and I think that they're really starting to catch flack because a bunch of people are sick and tired of seeing the same teams making the bid when you have these teams like um, what are these smaller schools that have been BYU or you got these smaller schools that are putting up great numbers, great stats, beating great teams but not getting a chance because they're smaller schools. They like don't have Boise State, market. 
like Boise they State do. back in the day under Doug Peterson. Good old, uh, to Kellen, Kellen Moore. Yep. Yep, yep, Kellen Moore. He was a boss. <laughs> he was a boss. He was throwing so many touchdowns, but yeah. And Dante Pettis and uh, who's the other? He they was, had another really, really good receiver, and it was like, I can't, I can't remember who remember. it was. But anyway. yeah, long story short, we're sick of it. You're seeing the same four teams. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. Which they two you should? I like the two that are in there, obviously. Alabama and Clemson, there's some good teams. The other two, it's like you guys can get some – there's some other teams that are better than those two. Those other two. <laughs> and who knows how Clemson is going to be now. I don't know. Ask Clemson how Ohio point. State was last year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, listen, all I'm going to say is that Wisconsin, we need to – now with the switch in AD – Hopefully, we can become more aggressive with our recruiting. That's just it. Way more aggressive. Can we, can we just like <laughs> do something other than what we've been doing? Because sure, what we've been doing has worked, but it ain't winning titles. You know what I mean? Like I'm winning nothing. But <laughs> I mean, I, I, I you, you know. think you won something? You ain't <laughs> won nothing, y'all. We won nothing, y'all. Remember the Titans. Nice. Let's go. Let's go. All right, you guys are 102.81. Four minutes left. I've so, seen still a lot of time. So, okay, we're, we're winding down a little bit. You know, the game's on. Yeah. Um, we're yes, I want to we're, follow, we're following it a little bit. Uh, catch the end of the we're at four minutes left. Let's talk about those Euro soccer. Because let me tell you, Italy – is wrecking fools. Yeah, France though too. France beat a good Germany team. France did beat a good Germany team. But have you seen what Italy's been doing? I actually haven't. I just been keeping an eye on France, but They've I have won not seen three nil. Three nil. Ooh, because France only won one zero, which it's they a good, are, good German team. The, Italy but who they is beat? looking really, really good. Who'd they beat? Um that's a good question. Three three three, three nil is that's that's equivalent to like whooping somebody in American football by like three scores, <laughs> just very, just convincingly, just because again and again, I'm not, I'm not questioning as if you don't know, but I'm just saying France beat a good Germany team. Germany's always a solid team. Why they beat Switzerland? Germany, nah, but Germany's always great with ball control, time of possession. I don't understand why. I think it's just in Hold their culture. On. Hold on. Yeah. Germany scored an own goal, and that's why France beat them. <laughs> and you're over here telling me that it Germany's still doesn't matter. Control. It was an it own goal. It still doesn't matter. It's still a win in soccer. It is a, it is still a win in soccer. A why? win is a win. You're right. Yeah, because Germany didn't score. But Italy's over control. here trashing fools three nothing, and you're like, they got nothing. You, they they're just they're not even playing a team. And Turkey, Turkey and Switzerland, those are two solid teams. Stop it! Dude. Hey, Turkey's Stop like an it. 83 on FIFA, and Switzerland is like a 90. See, Turkey is better in my opinion than Switzerland, but neither team can hold water or whatever 
with Germany. It sounds it sounds <laughs> like they kind of can because Germany scores own goals, you know? No. No. That's not even that's not even a real win. That shouldn't even count. Definitely is a win because they stopped Germany from scoring. I mean, did they? Or oh, no, did Germany kind of stop themselves because they're kicking it into the wrong net? It's France, man. Technically, Italy. Germany scored more goals than France. <laughs> Technically. When I was France, a kid, man. when I was a kid and I was playing uh, Super Tech Mobile, yep. and I was young, I was like five or six, I had no idea how to play. Like, I didn't understand the pixels or any of it. But I figured out that if I ran the opposite way, the score would go up. So I'm like, that's got to be good. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So I'm like, mom, mom, watch this. I'm really good at this game. And I run backwards and the score goes up. She goes, see, she's like, what? I'm like, watch again. I'll do it again here. I got the ball back. So I run the other way and I score again. The score goes up. She goes, uh, you're scoring points for the other team. You're losing. Yeah. And I said, but the score is going up. See, the other team has zero. They haven't scored yet. And she just looked at me like, I cannot believe I brought you into this world. <laughs> Walked away. Soccer is a very interesting sport because it's a sport that requires teamwork. Requires it like volleyball. Yep. Yep. You, you absolutely ha- you have to work with the team. That's why Cristiano Ronaldo when it comes to world, um, to the world stage and same with Lionel Lionel Messi, like, you know, Speaking they're not, they're, they're underwhelming. Of all time, that dude just scored his whatever goal and broke another record. Now is the all time something and something, <laughs> which that goal was nasty, by the way. Did you see it? Got I the ball that. right in the box, one-on-one on the right side. It was it was a little crowded, which makes it more impressive. Does a nice little move, right? Heels yep. it to his left leg, heels it back to no, excuse me, heels it from his left to his right, quickly back to his left, trick out the uh, goalie. Just goalie slides, and he just shoots her right in. I don't understand how they have that much control. It's wild to me. But is he the greatest of all time? No, it's still Pele. I say Cristiano. I gotta it's, give it to him. It's Pele until the end of time. Pele's Michael Jordan. Don't disrespect. I gotta, gotta give it to Ronaldo. Ronaldo is the most dominant player. All here's what I've I'm gonna seen. say. The most dominant player that I've seen. Um, the most, and he's extremely athletic. The, the collapse yeah, is yeah. happening, Mons. The collapse. I can, I can see the LeBron Michael Jordan comparison. The collapse is in progress. It is 102 89. It's a minute. You only got a minute left. Bro, it's one hundred two eighty nine. The collapse they, is happening. If they lose, if they give up 11 points in, Listen, in, in a minute. Have you ever heard of Reggie <laughs> Miller? Yeah. 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 No, okay. was that nine threes? How many was that nine threes? How many threes was, did he make? It was eight points in eight points. five seconds. There it was. Ah, uh, Reggie, one of the greatest taunts ever. Towards, is that towards MJ? Spike what did he do that to? But he did it to Spike Lee. I said MJ. It was, the, in, it the, was the, in the garden. The choke? He did this. <laughs> yeah. That's a great. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, it may not happen. But yeah, France. What do you think about the? What do you think about America winning the? You know, beating Mexico the way they did. I watched that game. Mexico is a better team. I watched it, and I was like, "There's no, yeah." I was like, "There's no way." There's no way the U.S. is winning this. I don't like American soccer. But then they turn around and they play a friendly, and they looked amazing. Like this, this team is young and they're actually fun. Like this Mm. is what my guess is: the Spanish when the Spanish team went to go went to the World Cup and won. This is probably what it was like when they were coming up because all their star players are like twenty two and younger. I don't know anybody who watches American soccer. Giovanni Reina, my friends. Giovanni Reina is legit a superstar on the world stage, and he's eighteen years old. Yeah, but yeah, but until he plays cross season, he's gonna get crushed. Dude, by a, he is by playing 15, overseas. By, he's by starting for pump. Borussia Dortmund. He's playing against Bayern Munich and holding his own. Borussia Dortmund, BVD, BVD, yes. or BVD, BVD. Yes, he's the BVD. second best player on that team behind Erling Haaland. Okay. I'll All these back. youngsters are playing overseas <laughs> and they're dominating. Ooh, BVB. That's always BVD or BVB, but it's I, BVB. I always, I, I, BVB. I can see the see their name. Uh, they're a savage team. I freaking love that team. Bro, Great you're headers. playing Great as team. Giovanni Reyna, and you don't even know it. An American. Great headers. Great headers. No, I, I never play with that team. But when people always pick that team in FIFA, I'm like, oh, okay, let's go. It's because Holland like, is right. really, really good. <clears throat> <laughs> no, I have not. Keep, See, yeah, you need to pay really attention. Played. You're welcome. Out of Amer- I will never watch American soccer unless if it's the Women's World Cup. I just won't. And I'll, watch, I'll always watch the women play, but exactly. um, I'm telling you, I, this this men's team, it's time to pay attention. You don't have to watch it, but it's time to pay attention. I got my eyes on France. Christian Pulisic. And Dude has, he has a ceiling that is higher than anybody who's played for America before. And Reyna also has a ceiling that's higher than anybody who's played for America before. And he's only 18. That ceiling's not that high, though. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Polisic has the talent that he could be a top European player. He's shown it at Chelsea. No, what I'm saying is you saying that they're playing. You said something about American sports, or excuse me, American soccer. Yeah. A ceiling. That ceiling for American soccer is not that high. Okay. Is what I'm saying. But their ceiling is, I'm saying their ceiling is that high. Like, it's up there with everybody. You heard what Zlatan has been yeah, saying about the MLS. <laughs> I'm not talking about the MLS. I'm talking about U.S. national team, which is made up of a bunch of people who play in the Premier League, who play in Champions League. They're playing like quality like minutes, and they're playing and like solid. The MLS. Yeah, I know he did, and rightfully so. Right? I don't know what like really, really thinks whenever he came over here. He's probably like, uh, you know, these people shouldn't he, even be um, playing high school. Russell Wilson, it's that cookie cutter. I'm going to say the right thing all the time. But I would want him behind closed doors and say, okay, talk to me about American soccer. <laughs> Game seven's happening. They closed it out. 104 to 89. Oof. 
Like I said, if they can make it past Brooklyn in Brooklyn, it's a really good Bucks team. Because it's going to be another 40 point, another 40 point for, for Katie. Katie technically had 50 points, not technically, but should have had 50 points, missed a free throw. He's going to get 40. He's got so to. They're, if they're going to win, he's going to have to have another performance like he had the last game. He does. So this game, if the Bucks this are nasty is, like they were on defense tonight, they have a solid he, shot, but they got to close. They got to close. This game, they closed tonight. They made their free, th- free throws. That's why they won. Telling you. Telling you. This game shows you, though, that he needs, he needs some help. KD needs some help. He put up 49 last game. That's Somebody the else misnomer, Mons. That's that's what is BS about the NBA. Everybody <laughs> needs help. MJ needed help. Everybody needs help. MJ had help. MJ that's had what I'm saying. Oh, that's right. what I'm saying. He needed help. People forget that. I'm like, yo, Scotty Pippen on any other team would have been like a KD. He was. Yeah. When MJ was not <laughs> he there, was. he was. He took a- to the conference final or the conference championship, yeah. Without MJ, I'm like that's Scottie Pippen, you know. I'm he's like a Don't. top five all time player. Imagine if LeBron had that. He did with D Wade for a minute. Oh, God, he's way better than D Wade. Yeah, wait, but D Wade, D Wade in his prime is underrated. Was really good. Yeah. And but LeBron only got to play with D Wade in his prime for two years, and right. then D Wade's right. back act started acting up. It was he, his back. I always thought it was yeah. his knees. No, well, his back All ended in. up going into his knees. Yeah, I was like, dude, the dude had Scottie Pippen and one of, if not the greatest, offensive rebounder. Well, rebounder. So, period. Yeah, but I always think about offensive boards because you give the offense another chance, yeah. another shot clock. It's like, put the shot, put it up. Dennis is going to get it. <laughs> That's crazy to me. And so, not taking nothing from MJ at all. Not even close, but MJ had some dominant players around him. But he probably brought that out of them. He did. And all of yeah. them admit it. They hated him. But he he made him better. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why MJ is the greatest. So, yeah, let's let's wind down here. Game's over. Yeah, yeah. looking yeah, looking was... looking ahead. You know, it's gonna be an epic game on uh, Saturday night. Oh, tune into tune into the Twitter. Sunday morning might be might be start off a little bit of a downer, but hopefully it'll be better. You know. Today and tomorrow for me, then uh, what kind of my night's been? So, uh, gotcha. let's uh, you got the anything? You got anything? I flush my sinuses before I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're thinking about right now. Um, it makes me so tired. My son, join us, up. join us on Sunday for our sobriety podcast. We're gonna have a really special episode on Sunday. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be. Probably a little bit emotional. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a special episode on Sunday. So uh, join us nine a.m. Central Time, and uh, yeah, look for some uh, look for some cool stuff on Twitter at Untapped Keg everywhere, uh, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere Untapped Keg. Uh, find us. Where can they find you, Mons? 
again, real quick before I share where you can find me, I still want I want to throw this out there again, guys. Uh, again, I apologize for my fatigueness this episode, but I was hitting them straight today. Um, I will say that uh, your boy can can play some golf. I can play some golf. It's 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 impressive. I'll have to show you. But anyways, um, you guys can find me at Monteball28 on Twitter. Obviously on Instagram as well, Monteball on Tep Cake pages. Please send us messages, topics, all the above. Um, yeah, we got some exciting things coming up. RJ, where can they find you? On Tap Keg everywhere. That's the best place to find me. So right. uh, have a good night, everybody. Have a good weekend. Go Bucks on Sunday. Saturday, Saturday, go Bucks Saturday. And uh, you know what? Hopefully the Brewers can start picking it up because it's been a rough couple of days. So <laughs> everybody have a good night. Be good. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.